episode 216 of Manage the Wild. I'm your host, Nick Madsen. Today we're going to be talking about hunting hunting regulations and sustainable harvesting of big game species. And the reason why I want to talk about this and the reason why I think it's important is oftentimes I wish I could just go out and do whatever I want, but there are plenty of examples of why this is bad. Oftentimes I hear from people that are saying that we just are doing too much. There's too many laws out there, too many things that people can get caught up in and trying to be law-abiding citizens, but there's so many laws that they have just have a hard time. Why do we need all these laws? Why do we need all these regulations? And for me, it's important for the conservation of these animals that we do have laws. Now, there are some times where maybe there's too many and we're trying to do too much, but I would rather err on the side of caution versus the side of no regulation. And the reason that is, is one, the American bison. Throughout the 19th century, the American bison were virtually wiped out. And this didn't happen over a period of 100 years. You're talking less than 25 years. The bison went from millions down to thousands. The passenger pigeon. It was once the most abundant bird in North America. But due to overhunting for sport, as well as for food and a bunch of habitat destruction, they became extinct uh, then you have the great auk. It's a flightless seabird, and it was in the North Atlantic, and it was hunted exclusively for feathers. There's some that maybe ate the meat, but it was mostly feathers and eggs, and they were basically driven to extinction by the 19th century. Then you have the stellar sea cow, another example. The stellar sea cow is a large marine mammal. And it was in the Bering Sea. It was overhunted for its meat, its hide, and its blubber in the 18th century. And it became extinct within just a few decades. Then you've got the North Elephant Seal. In the 19th century, again, before there was regulations, elephant seals were hunted to the brink of extinction. Now they're coming back. There's only a small population of them, and they're in the Baja, California area, and there's a bunch of protective measures going on to protect them. But there is a reason why we have all these regulations. We may not like it, but that's just the way it is. So we're going to talk a little bit about why and what good are these laws doing. One, conservation goals. Our whole goal is to conserve a species. So at right when you get right down to hunting laws, its whole goal is conservation. It's there to create a balance of allowing uh, hunters to go out and kill animals, but also preserving that biodiversity, making sure the population is still healthy. We also want to make sure that we regulate it so there is sustainable hunting. So future generations from now have the opportunity. I think if you look back and you said there was never going to be another passenger pigeon to those hunters back in the day, I think uh, one of two things would have happened. One, they would have said, you're full of it. There's Look at all these birds. They're everywhere. Or two, they would have been like, okay, we need to slow down. But there was no laws in place. 
And so it allows for future generations to go through. Also, conservation allows for um, scientific management. And I think this is super important. Wildlife managers, uh, they make their recommendations and it's all based on science and algorithms and models. They're going out counting animals and they're doing the best they can to model these populations so they can give the best data uh, that is out there. Now all models are wrong, but the more they continue to work towards it, the better they can understand the math, the better the biologists understand their areas, the better they can help. And so scientific management is important. Now, biologists don't set the limits. They make recommendations and wildlife boards set the limits. So it's the job of the biologists as well as the wildlife managers to get the best uh, data out there. Oftentimes, uh, people look at bag limits and hunting seasons, and they're like, this is stupid. Why are we doing that? But the bag limits are to make sure that you're not over-harvesting these critical... Like, if you push a species too far over, then it's hard for them to come back. And so bag limits or limits on the amount of gain that you can take are set for a certain reason. And they're looking at the scientific data saying, how many animals can we harvest? How many do we need to remove? How many do we need to add? And so it just allows for good monitoring and not over harvesting of a species. And then when hunters respect the bag limits, they're playing a role in conservation because when they're not, uh, Illeg doing illegal take or over harvesting or poaching or whatever you want to call it, then they are making sure that there are game coming back for the next year, that they are the, the populations, whatever they are, are being able to reproduce. I often hear fishermen when they are taking as many fish as possible. Uh, let's say you catch a fish, you release it, and all of a sudden it dies. And so the fisherman goes out and grabs it. Well, science and research is taken into account for all of the fish that are released that possibly could die. Also, that nutrients uh, of that fish dying in that area plays an important role. Now, we don't want to go killing a bunch of fish to increase the amount of nutrients, but that nutrients does play a role in feeding the food that the fish eat. And so all those things are being taken into consideration. Um, it also plays a, a role, uh, hunting regulations also play a role in habitat protection. We want to make sure that we're harvesting enough animals that we're not hurting the habitat. So think about uh, yesterday in the Catalina episode. They have over 1,800 mule deer that are invasive to that island on Catalina. They were brought there in the 1930s. They have no known predators. And so they are just growing unchecked and they are causing habitat destruction. Now they're only removing uh, or they're only giving out tags for 200 of those and let's say 50%. So they're basically removing 100 of those every year. But we know that 
pregnancy rates of mule deer are extremely high, and they're even higher when you have uh, reduced winters and no predators, they go even bigger. And so that population is just growing unchecked. And so you can use these hunting regulations to institute a law where a state has to manage animals to a certain amount. So now they're required by law to reduce that population down to a level. In this case, they've decided to bring in a commercial company to just kill them all. But again, they are required by law to manage for a specific amount. All right, we've just covered a lot. We've talked about hunting regulations and how hunting regulations are based around conservation and science. Talked about hunting limits or bag limits and hunting seasons are designed in ways to protect wildlife. Uh, you wouldn't want a hunting season during, let's say, June and July when you have a lot of fawns or calves being born. And so that's why you reduce the hunting until August, because after about eight to 12 weeks, these animals are weaned and they can make it on their own. Uh, habitat protection and then public involvement, because the public has a say in the way all of these things go. All right. That's all I got for today. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Go ahead and follow us on uh, or subscribe on whatever platform you are listening to the podcast. Go ahead and subscribe to our YouTube, Facebook, Instagram channels. And then the other thing is uh, find an organization. I don't care whether it's a hunting organization or a non-consumptive. Just get involved in wildlife. Whether you want to support one way or the other, it doesn't matter to me, but get involved and let them know that you care and go out there and help wildlife all you can. All right, that's all I got for today. Everybody have a great day. Stay wild.